This is the Dafyami Masechta review, Masechta Gitin, tape number one. This review is only meant for people who learn Dafyami on a regular basis, for those who have learned through the Masechta. It is the goal of this review to be as accurate as possible in summarizing the highlights and key klalim of the Masechta. However, it is possible that on occasion something will not be reflected correctly. For subscription information, call us toll-free at 1-888-DAFYOMI or write DAFYOMI Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of Rebbe Fraim Tzvi Ben Yaakov Meir Rimmel Zichroni Libroche. Amagetshia is Rebbe Yossi Heber. In Devarim, Perakhof Dalad, Pasuk Aleph, we have the following Psukim. Ki yikach ish isha uvala, vahaya imlai simtsachain bi'enav, ki matzaba ervas davar, vikasavla sefer krisus, vinasan biyada vishilcha mi besai, viyatsa mi besai, vahalcha vahaisa li ishacher. This Masechta deals with the process that a man uses to divorce his wife, and the document which he uses, which is called a get. This is done by a man putting this document into the hand of his wife. This get is composed of two parts, the ksiva, which is the text of the get, and the chasima, which is the signature of two witnesses on the get. The ksiva has two parts, the typhus, which is the standard text of the get, and the tariff, which is the unique issues and names that are put into the get. The Rambam enumerates ten qualities that a divorce must have to be considered kosher. Included in this list are number one, lishma, that the get has to have been written specifically for the people whose names are found on the get. Number two, it cannot be written on something which is mechuber lakarka, which is attached to the ground. And number three, it has to be given directly to the wife, although either one, either the wife or the husband, can use a shliach to give or to receive the get. And the Mishnah says, A man who lives outside of Eretz Yisrael, and he sends a get to his wife in Eretz Yisrael, via the use of a shliach, a messenger, and he goes across the sea. When the shliach gives the get, he must say the words, Befanei nechtav u befanei nechtam, that this particular get was written in front of me, and it was signed in front of me. This is a takana midrabanan. According to Rabban Gamliel, even from cities close to Eretz Yisrael, the shliach must also say, Befanei nechtav u befanei nechtam. And Rabbi Lezer says, even from border cities, like Lud, the shliach must say, These types of cities on the border are called cities that are blue ice. The Chachamim say, If both the husband and wife are in Chutz Laaretz, in different countries, the shliach must also say, What are considered the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael to determine whether the get was given in Eretz Yisrael or in Chutz Laaretz? Rabbi Yehuda says, Rechem is the eastern border, Ashkelon is the southern border, and Akko is in the north. These are all considered already part of Chutz Laaretz, once you're in these cities. Rameir says, Akko is still considered Eretz Yisrael, and is not considered on the other side of the border. And finally, the Mishnah says, if a get is sent within Eretz Yisrael, a shliach does not have to stay b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechtav. But if the Baal claims that the get was false, the signatures would then need to be confirmed. And the Gemara says, what is the reason for the takana of b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechtav? We have a machlekes, Rabba and Rava. Rabbi says, lishma. In Chutzlaretz, we're chayshish, but the people don't know the halachas of Gittin very well, and may not know that it must be done lishma. That's why the, the shliach has to say, 
over Fanny Nechta. And here Taisvis asks, why was the Lishma chosen as the Psul to be worried about? Why did we worry about other Psulim in the Get here in the Mishnah? Rabbeinu Tam says that the people of Chutzarts may be Bikian in the Halachas of Gittin, but they just don't accept the Inyan of Lishma. That's why the Mishnah specifically picked Lishma as the potential Psul. Rava says, he argues on Rabbah, and he says the reason we have to say Bafane Nechtav Bafane Nechtam is that we need a Shliach to say Bafane Nechtav Bafane Nechtam since Ein Edem Mitsuyim Lakaime. Since Edom are not readily available to verify the signatures on the get if the husband would claim that it's false. Since they're in Chutzlaretz, and there aren't a lot of Edom that are around, and if they are around, they're scattered around the different cities, we're afraid that if the husband comes and says the get is not good, we're going to have a very difficult time finding Edom to verify. Therefore, the Shliach must say Lechatchila the words Befani Nechtav, Ubefani Nechtav. The Gemara asks, what's the nafkamina between these two Pshatim of Rabba and Rabba? More answers if two shluchim come. So the reason of lishma still applies. But if we say eight edim betsuyim lekaimai, these two, which are both shluchim, are considered two valid edim who can confirm it on their own. Therefore, they wouldn't have to say b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechtam. The get would be good on its own. As background regarding edus, the rule is that two edim are always required for monetary claims, and for all things that are considered davar sheba we also need two edim. This would include Arias, Gitten, Kedushin, etc. We learn this from the Pasuk of Alpishnayim Edim, Yokum Davar, from Xerashava, Davar, and Davar. Otherwise, by other things, we only need an Eid Echad, because we normally say Eid Echad Neman Bisurin. If you have something which is, say, a piece of meat, and one person comes along and says this meat is treif, we believe that Eid, we do not need to Eidim, because of the cloud of Eid Echad Neman Bisurin. And a woman can also act as an Eid Echad. Rashi says, we learn this halacha for Eid Echad from everyday life. From Shechita, for example, where if a person goes and shechts an animal, a shaykhet, we believe that the shaykhet did it correctly if he says he did it correctly. Taisi says we don't learn this halacha from everyday life, but rather we learn it from Anida, who is believed as an Eid Echad on herself. The Gemara says the reason we believe in Eid Echad for Gittin is because we say Eid Echad neman b'yusurin. I frek the Gemara, but we only say Eid Echad neman b'yusurin by a case of chelev, where the meat doesn't have a cheskesisser, for example, since there's no cheskesisser, that's how we can believe in Eid Echad. But here, where this woman has been married already before, she's now in the state of Ischazek Yisura. So how can he be believed? Not only that, it's a Dover Sheba And we know the klal of Ein Dover Sheba Pachs Mishnayim. So we would need two Eidim. So how is it possible that the Eid Echad is believed? More answers in Chutzlaretz, people are also Bikin. So Mide Araisa, the Get is Kasher. It's only Mide Rabbanan that were Machmer. Therefore, one aid is enough to establish kashrus. Also, they were mekel, because she might become an aguna. We're afraid that if we don't believe the one aid, we won't be able to find a second aid. She'll end up not being able to properly get divorced. And of course, without a proper divorce, she can't marry anyone else. And she'll end up living the rest of her life alone. So, mishumiguna akilu be rabbanan. Tafkimu. When the shliach gives the get over to the woman, and he says, b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechta, in front of how many aidim does he have to give the get? It's whether he has to give it in front of two Edom or three Edom. When Edom signed a document, we consider it as if the testimony was said and confirmed in Besdin, since no one would have the chutzpah to forge a document like that. It's only mid Rabbanan, by all shtaris, that we require kiyam. And by get, the Rabbanan were mekel, as not to require kiyam, as we mentioned before, mishumiguna hikilu bei Rabbanan. The Gemara says a major difference between Gitten and other shtaris is that in a regular shtar, a baldover, a participant in the transaction, isn't believed, he's not believed, to be Mekayim the Shtar, 
since he's considered to be a biased opinion. Masha'in came by a get. A baldover would be believed to be Mekayim, her own star. Rameir holds, Ede chasima karsi. Only the chasima of the get must be done lishma, but the ksiva does not have to be done lishma. According to Rebbe Lazar, only the ksiva must be done lishma because he holds Ede mesira karsi. The main part is giving it over. There are three categories, the Gemara says, where a get is kosher mida raisa, but pasol mida So if a woman got married after getting such a get, the child she would eventually have would be kosher and would not be considered a mamzer. What are these three cases? The husband wrote a get, but there were no edim. Number two, there were edim, but there was no date on the get. And number three, it has the date, but only one aid, not two edim. Daftala. Who is the Tana of our Mishnah? Who holds you need both ksiva and chasima lishma on a get? It can't be Rameir or Rebelazar, since they each hold you only need one. More answers, it's Rebelazar. And even though he holds edim asira karsi, and you don't need chasima, that's lishma. Rabbi Lazar holds, it's considered puzzle. Meaning, that although you don't have chasima lishma, it's kosher. But once you already have signatures, once you already have them, then those signatures must be kosher. If they're not kosher, the get becomes puzzle. The reason for this, according to Taisvis, is gzeira ksiva atu chasima. If the Adem signed shaloy lishma, they could also come to write it shaloy lishma. The Gemara also says, the Tana of our Mishnah may be Rabbi Yehuda, since he holds both kasiva and chasima must be written betalosh. We just assumed lechatchila that the Mishnah is like Rameir, since stam Mishnah ke Rameir. And we also tried like Rebbe Lazar, since we usually paskin like Rebbe Lazar when it comes to Gittin. Rebbe Lazar says once the Rabbana made a halacha of Bufane Nechtav of Bufane Nechtav in Chutzlaretz, it applies to all places in Chutzlaretz, even on the border of Eretz Yisrael. We say loy plug. And finally, Gamar Sittav Shliach brings a get from Medina Sayam, and the shliach is incapable of saying the words b'fanei nechta b'fanei nechta, we must still be mekayim the signatures or the get is puzzle. Dafei. All people are eligible to be a shliach on a get with the exception of a cherish shaita v'kan. But if when he became a shliach he was normal, but later on he became a cherish, then he's considered kosher. What if two shluchim brought a get from Medina Sayam? Do they also have to say b'faneinu nechta? Rapuna says they don't have to. If a woman brings her own get, she must say b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechtav. The reason for the whole takana of b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechtav is to protect the woman in case the husband creates problems later on. The same is between Rava, Rava and Rava, why we say b'fanei nechtav u'b'fanei nechtav, is also a machlekes amorayim between Rabbi Yechanan, who holds Eid Eidem Tzuyim L'Kayimah, and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, who holds Lefisha Ein Bekiyin L'Shma. The shliach who brings the get and he says, in front of how many Edim must he give the get? So Machlaikas, you have to give it in front of two or three. This Machlaikas may be Tully, and if we say, Shliach Nasa Eid, i.e., the Shliach himself can serve as one of the Edim, is he a Baldover or not? Also, it may be Tully on if we say, Eid Nasa Dayan or not, i.e., can the Eid also serve as a Dayan or not? According to Rameir, if a shliach brings a get from Medina Sayam, and the shliach didn't say b'fanei nechta b'fanei nechta, so if she remarries, any child she now has becomes a mamzer. Since he holds, kol ha-mishana mimatbeah shetovu chacham and begitten, yoytzi v'havlad mamzer. The vlad is considered a mamzer if you deviate from any of the words of the chachamim. The chachamim say, even though the get was pasal, the child is not considered to be a mamzer. When a get is written in Chutzlaretz, the shliach should stand and watch each and every letter of the get being written. So the shliach can say he saw the entire ksiva, i.e. b'fanei nechta. 
others say. You don't need to watch Al Kol Ice for Ice. You only need to see the general writing of the get. Dafav. Rabashi said the Shliach only needs to see Kan Kulmasa, the preparation of the quill and the parchment. And with this, that's enough for him to be able to say Rav says if a get was written in Bavel and was sent me Medina le Medina, in other words, say from Bavel to another country outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's just like Eretz Yisrael, and Bafane Nechtam is not needed. Because the people are Talmidei Chachamim. So we say they're considered Biki and Lishma, since in Bavel, they're Talmidei Chachamim the same way as they are in Eretz Yisrael. Shmuel says, Bavel is not considered like Eretz Yisrael, but rather it's considered like Chutzlaretz. And Bafane Nechtav is needed, since we say, Ein Eidem Etsuyim Lekaimer. We're still dealing with foreign countries. And in foreign countries, the practical matter of bringing Edom from one country to the other is difficult. Therefore, you would still have to say Bafane Nechtam because of Ein Edim Mitzuyim Lekayme. The Gemara says 11 years before the, dis- before the destruction of the first base Hamigdash, Melech Yechonya was sent from Eretz Yisrael into exile with the other Talmidei Chachamim. So the status of Bafane Nechtav changed in Eretz Yisrael. In Mechuza, many Amoraim used to require Bafane Nechtav or Bafane Nechtam, even if the get was brought across the street, since people in Mechuzah were always on the move, so it was hard to be able to confirm signatures. The Gemara says a Talmud Chacham who leaves his family in Bavel in order to go and live in Eretz Yisrael, these Talmidei Chachamim, as a matter of practicality, had very few children because they weren't with their wives, they were in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore it was said that they made the mitzvah of Piria Verivia very petty because they didn't give it as much chashibus as they should have. The Gemara says if three or, wor- or four words of Torah are written, you're mechuyiv to write them with sirtut. That's lines that you have to put underneath the psukim that you've written. The Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea, Simon Reish Peidalad, says that sirtut is only required when something is written in Ksav Ashuris. This is the Ksav that we use in a Sefer Torah or in a Mezuzah. But if one writes a Pasuk in script, i.e. today we would just write a Pasuk on a piece of paper, then sirtut is not required. In the Maisa Pilegesh Begiva, which is brought down in Shaiftim, the entire nation rose up against Binyamin and many Jews were killed. This Maisa began when a Pilegesh of a certain man angered him, and she left him. When the man went to get her and they stopped off in a hotel in the Chelek of Binyamin, she was mistreated, and a war erupted because of that. What exactly was the reason the man got angry? It's Machlekes, but something along the lines of he found a fly, a zvuv, in something he was eating. Rav Chizda said, a person should never instill excessive and unnecessary fear in his household, since we see from the Maisa of Pilegesh Begiva what the end result was. Her husband got very angry, and thousands of Jews ended up dying as a result of it. Rabbi Yehuda Amarav says, Whoever instills excessive fear in his house will come to do three Averis. Number one, Gili Arayas. When she's a Nida, she'll be afraid to tell him, and he'll have a Bia Asura. That's one. Number two, Shvichastamim. And number three, Chil Shabbos. If, for example, she forgot to cook something, and she's very afraid of him, she'll end up cooking on Shabbos out of fear for her husband. The Rabbanan said that there are three things a man should say in his house, Erev Shabbos, Samuch Lechashecha. Number one, take off Meiser from the Paris. Number two, make an Eruv Chatseris. And number three, light candles. But all these three things must be said in an easy, soft tone. Top sign. Rabbi Vahu said, a person shouldn't instill Ema Yaseira in his house because we see that one great man instilled fear and he almost ended up eating a non-kosher food item. The Avodim were afraid of him Therefore, they almost fed him something that wasn't kosher. It's an iser for a Jew to report bad things about another Jew to the government. This is called malsha, even if the other Jew is bad to you. Rabbi Lazar said, the way to deal with people who bother you is to go to the, to go to the base medrash early and leave late. 
In that schus, Hashem will take care of him for you. In Golis, drinking wine together with music is Aser. We see in Shulchan Arach, Simen, Tafkuf, Samach, we learn that this Iser isn't relevant to a Suda Shal Mitzvah. The Gemara says anyone who has a grievance against his friend, and he refrains from taking strong action, Hashem will take care of the troublemaker for him. As long as the Beis HaMikdush exists, and the Kain Gadol wears the Mitznefes, a Chassan is also allowed to wear a crown at his Chassanah. Once the Aveda in the Beis HaMikdush became suspended, i.e. there's no more wearing of the Mitznefes, the crown of the Chassan is also suspended. And Rav Avira said, if a person has just enough food to live on, but no extra food, Bedafka then he should give tzedakah. He should make the extra effort to give tzedakah. This will help for him to be matzliach with his own parnasa. And surely if he has extra food, extra food, he should give tzedakah. In fact, anyone who gives tzedakah from his own property will be nitzel midina shal gehenim. The mashal of hatzlacha with tzedakah is like two sheep trying to get through a thin gate. The one who is sheared can get through the thin gate versus the one sheep who is not sheared who has a difficult time getting through. I.e. one who shears some of his own property from himself he will be Nitzel Midina Shal Gehenna. The Gemara says land inside Eretz Yisrael is Chayev and Shvius, but land outside of Eretz Yisrael is not Chayev and With the exception of a small strip of land north of Akko, up until Kitziv, the main northern border of Eretz Yisrael is Akko. The Gemara says if someone brings a get from a boat within Eretz Yisrael, in one Brisa it says, you don't need to save a Faninechtav of a Faninechtav. It's considered Eretz Yisrael. You're in a boat in Eretz Yisrael. But in one Brisa it says, you do since it's considered like Chutzlaretz. If we have an Otzitz Nokuf, this is a pot with a hole in it, it's considered to be Yainik from the earth under it. Therefore, if this pot is sitting in Eretz Yisrael, it's Chayev and Shvius. But if it doesn't have a hole, then its nourishment is considered in having come from itself. What about an Otzitz Nokuf Munach Gabi Yisedes, a pot which is standing and being supported on stilts? According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's like a boat traveling in a river, which isn't considered connected to the riverbed. So the Otzitz Nakov isn't connected either, because there's nothing, there's just air between it and the ground. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, even a Svina, which isn't Gaisheshetz, it's not touching the bottom of the riverbed, nonetheless, we say that it is Yainik, since the water makes a connection between the boat and the riverbed. And if this boat is in Eretz Yisrael, any plant on the boat is Mechuyev, in Mitzvah Hatzpulius Baretz, for example, Shvius and Meiser. So too, Atznakov is considered Yainik. Davchas. Does Machlekes if the Yam HaGadol, which is the Mediterranean, is considered part of Eretz Yisrael or not? But all rivers within Eretz Yisrael, everyone agrees that they're considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael. How about the islands in the Yam HaGadol, in the Mediterranean? Our answer is if you draw a line from the northern tip of Eretz Yisrael, from Ture Amnon, to the southern tip, Nachal Mitzrayim, from, you draw a straight line through there, so it actually cuts through the Yam HaGadol, a piece of the Yam HaGadol. So from points that are east of this line, that's considered Eretz Yisrael. From points west of that line in the Yam HaGadol, it's considered not part of Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yehuda expands the borders of Eretz Yisrael even more. In verses, if someone sold his Evit Kanani to someone in Surya, it's considered like Chutzlaretz. In general, we treat Surya in three ways like Eretz Yisrael, and three ways not like Eretz Yisrael. It's considered sort of in between since David HaMelech conquered it via Kivush Yochid. What are the ways that it's not considered to be like Eretz Yisrael? Number one, the land is metame like Chutzlaretz. We know that the halacha is that Eretz HaAmim, anything outside of Eretz Yisrael, is metame. Number two, Lagabi, the sale of an Eved Kanani. And number three, a person who is maybe a get, brings a get, must say Befane Nechta, Befane Nechta, just like Chutzlaretz. 
What are the three ways that it's considered like Eretz Yisrael? Number one, it's Chayev in Meiser and Shemitah. Number two, you can keep yourself Tahar via Sheda, Teva, Omigdal, which make like an oil. And number three, if you buy a field in Surya, it's like buying it in Eretz Yisrael. What specifically is this referring to, buying a field? We consider it, buying a field here, as if it's considered like Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. We know that if you're buying a field for the purpose of dwelling and living in Eretz Yisrael, one is allowed to have a guy ride a star for this even on Shabbos. This is because the Isser of Amir La'akum on Shabbos is only an Isser Mirabonon, which is called a Shvus. And we say, Mishum Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, like Gazer Shvus Mirabonon. For the purpose of, of dwelling and, and, and populating Eretz Yisrael, we're not Gazer this Shvus Mirabonon. Taisva says, this heter only applies to Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, but for other mitzvahs, Amir La'akum is still Asr on Shabbos. For example, Mila. The Bahag argues and says, for Mila, we would also be allowed to ask a guy to do a malacha daraisa on Shabbos, Lutzara Hamila. How about a Shvus de Shvus? Number one, telling a guy to do an Isser Midrabanan on Shabbos. Telling a guy is an Isser that's one Shvus. Telling the guy to do an Isser the Isser is another Shvus, so that's called a Shvus de Shvus. This is a Machlaikis Rishayna, whether you're allowed to do that or not. It's interesting that the Iter cites our Gemara as a source that Amir La'akum is permitted for the sake of any mitzvah. In fact, the Iter rules that one can ask a guy to light a lamp, which is a Malachah Daraisa, so that he can eat a Suda on Shabbos. The Mishnah Brura and Simon Shinzayin paskins that a Daraisa is Usr to tell a guy to do on Shabbos, but a Shvus to Shvus, it's Mutter to tell a guy to do for you on Shabbos. Arbaraisa must hold Kivush Yochid Shmei Kivush. And therefore, it's possible for some of the halachas of Eretz Yisrael to apply to this kibush yachid the same way as it applies to the conquest, conquest of kibush rabbin. Rava said that if someone wrote a shtar shichrer to free his avid, and he also wrote on the shtar that he's giving him some of his land, so if there was no kiyam, but he did say b'fanei nechta, the avid is kaina himself, but he's not kaina any of the nechasim, because we say palginan dibura. According to Abaya, he's kaina both, since we cannot say palginan dibura. Once he's kaina himself, he's also kaina the nechasim. Rabbi Yaisi praised the answer of Rabbi Shimon by quoting the Pasuk from Malachi that his lips should be kissed. The Gemara says, a shchiv merah, someone who was in their deathbed, who wrote all of his nechassim to someone, and then he got better. He got better from the sickness that he had, and he therefore lived, of course. He can change his mind at that point. That's a special halacha of matnas shchiv merah, that if a person gets better, he can change his mind. But if he told his evid that he's freeing his evid while he was a shchiv merah, that he cannot change his mind. Since the word already went out that this man is a free man, that you can't change once that takes place. The Mishnah. If a shliach brings a get from Chutzlaretz, and he's unable to say b'fanei nechta b'fanei nechta, so ordinary kiyam via witnesses is required, in order for the woman to be able to remarry. Both gitei nashim and shichurei avadim, the get of shichurei avadim, have the same halacha in that both require b'fanei nechta b'fanei nechta to be said if they're brought from Chutzlaretz. And the Gemara says, why was the shliach unable to say the words b'fanei nechta b'fanei nechta? Our answer is, when he f- was first given the shtar, he was a normal person. Then he became a shliach. And after that, he became a cherish. That's why he was unable to say those words. The Gemara says there are three areas where get isha and shichur eved are similar. Number one, our Mishnah, as we mentioned, b'fanei nechta b'fanei nechta. Number two, if one of the edim is a kusi, who is normally considered an aid puzzle, here we say, by both of these cases, he's kosher, since kusim are considered gerei emes, so they're partially good at him, especially for these two things. 
And number three, if it comes to a court of Goyim, the shtar is considered a good shtar. Since we say dina de malchusa dina. Whatever goes on in the government is considered to be a valid transaction. But for get and shtar shikhr, it would not be good. Rameyer added a fourth case, that a husband or a master can change their minds if the shliach didn't give the shtar yet, since we say, Zachin la'adam shalai b'fanav, v'yein chavin ela b'fanav. The Gemara says, Adim who don't know how to sign a shtar, we scratch out their names into the shtar via stencil, and they fill the spaces with ink. This system is only mutter for git, because we say, Mishumi guna hikilu be'rabanan. But for other shtars, you cannot rely on this heter. Tafiyot, the Mishnah. Any shtar that has the signature of a kusi is possible, except if the kusi signs a get or a shtar shechure avadim. The Gemara. Matzah made by a kusi can be eaten to fulfill the mitzvah of matzah on the first night of Pesach, i.e. we trust him. Rebbe Lazar says, it's usher to trust this matzah, since kusim are not knowledgeable in diktuke mitzvahs. Rebbe Shemitin Gamliel says, any mitzvah that the kusim took on, they're even more careful than the Israelim when they do them. Therefore, of course, you can trust them. All witnesses on a get isha must sign in the presence of one another. This is because, gzera mishum kulchem. In case a man says, I want 50 witnesses to sign a get, and I want all of them to sign the get, we must see that each other sign it in order for it to be considered kasha. The Mishnah. All shtaris that go through Gaiyasha courts, even though the signers are Oivzei Kachavim, they're considered kasha, except Gitei Nashim and Shechurei Avadim, which must be done in Jewish Batei Din. Rabbi Shimon says, even Gitin and Shechurei Avadim are kasha when signed by Oivzei Kachavim, as long as they were done in a, in a formal court of law, but if they were done privately, then they're not considered kosher, because who knows what was done privately. And the Gemara says, the reason a Gaiyasha court of law is dependable is because a real court wouldn't want to ruin its reputation by approving a bad star. And since we say, Dina da Malchusa Dina, that the local government recognizes this as a good transaction, the Chachamim said, it's okay. According to Rabbi Shimon, how can Gayim be good as signatures on a get? They're not at all in the Parsha of Gittin. So how can they write or sign on a get at all? The Gemara answers, Rabbi Shimon follows the Shita of Rabbi Lazar who holds Edim Asira Karsi. It's the Edim who see the giving over of the get. Those are the ones who are Karsi. Those are the ones who make the get into a legitimate get. So who signs it doesn't really matter. And here also, the signatures are Shmais Muvhakin. They're non-Jewish names that are never used by Jews. Where it says Hormiz, for example. This would be equivalent like with someone's name Johnson or Christensen, which are names that are never used by Jews even today. Tafiralf. The only time Shimon says this Kula is if the signers are Shmais Muvhakin. But if the Gaisha signatures are Lai Mufakim, i.e. their names that Jews could take on as names also, then it's no good, because we're afraid those names could be used for Eide Mesira also. Rabbi Lazar Barabiyasi holds that if a Shtar went through a Gaisha court, it was Eilin Bar Kais, it's always considered Kasher. The Oyemachleikis is if it was written privately, it was a Shtar Hedyet. The Gemara says a Shtar Hedyet written in Persian, and the Leva gave it to the Malva in the presence of Jewish witnesses, the Malva can use this star to collect from the Nechassim Ben of the Leva, but not from the Nechassim Mishubadim, as you would be able to collect if the star was fully kosher. If a get come from Chutzlaretz, and the signatures are Goyesha names, the get is still kosher since most people in Chutzlaretz who are Jewish take on Goyesha names. So we can assume that it's likely that Jews sign the get, not Goyim. Masha'in Kane and Eretz Yisrael, a get with Goyesha names is not good unless they're Shmais Muvhaken. The Mishnah. If someone gives a get or a star shechra to a shliach to give to his wife or evet, so Rameyer says if he wants to change his mind before it's delivered, he can. The Chachamim say, he can only change his mind by a get, since the divorce is not chal until she receives it. 
Masha'en Kane by Shechuri Avadim. The Evid is free as soon as the Shliach takes it. Not at the point that the Evid receives it, but the minute the Shliach takes it to bring to the Evid, it's already Chal. Since we say, Zachin la'adam shalei so the Baal cannot change his mind at that, at that point, because ain't chavin lay ela befanav. Now, Zachin la'adam shalei befanav, the Shliach was able to take it because it's good for the Evid. But now that the Baal wants to take away the rights from the Evid, that's the case of Chavin. And ain't chavin lay ela befanav. By the way, by get, the Shliach cannot be be, uh, be Zaychenet, since at the time he takes it, since her receipt of the get is not good for her. Therefore, it has to be given to her directly. The Gemara. From the case of the, what the Chachamim said in the Mishnah, Zachin Adam Shalai Bafanav, from here we learn that Hatayfis Labal Chayiv is Kana. If someone grabs something from a Leiva in order to pay back the Malva, it's considered a good Tfisa. Taifis and the Ran all have an issue with this particular Gemara, since the comparison is really two different cases. Taifis Labal Chayiv is different from the case in the Mishnah. Why is that? Because in the case of Taifis Labal Chayiv, he has a right to chap it, since the leva owes money to the malva. But in the case of the Mishnah, the eva doesn't have an inherent right to freedom. Therefore, it's two different cases. Rabbi Echanan says, What if you're a teifis l'balchayi b'makam shachav l'acherem? By grabbing something for the schus of somebody else, other people will lose as a result of it. He says that it's no good. This question is a machlekes tanayim in mesech If a rich man wanted to take peah for a specific ani, if he does this, it's considered chav l'acherem, since once he is kinded for this particular specific ani, other aniim can't take it. According to Rebbe Yezer, he can, since he holds a teifus l'balchei b'makom shachav l'acherem is kana. But the Chacham say he cannot, he cannot be zeicha for the ani, because it's chav l'acherem. It could be that Rebbe Yezer does not hold, he can be teifus l'balchei b'makom shachav l'acherem, but here he can be zeicha, because migu d'zachi l'nafshi, zachi n'avid l'chavre. I.e., he, even this person who is rich, can be mafker all of his nechassim, and become an instant ani. And then he would be zeichet to take peah for himself. Once he can take peah for himself, he could also take it for the ani. I.e. migu de zochi le nafshi, zochi nami le chavri.